You can find our podcast by searching Big Brother Sports Talk on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm glad you guys are here once again. This is Sports Talk Podcast Episode 5. I'm here with the man with the plan behind the camera, behind the mic, behind the facts. Mike, talk to the people, man. Let what them know up? what's going what on. Up? On today's episode, we'll be talking about MMA, Conor McGregor's. He's ready. Ooh. Some NBA news, a couple new things. Um, new segments coming out. New segments. The baseball playoffs. They're ready. It, it's full effect. And of course, we'll be talking about week four in the NFL. And at the end, we'll get into our week five picks. So I'm be honest with you guys. I feel like this episode alone, just off of research and facts and things that we've gathered, is probably going to be one of the most detailed episodes that we have. So if you're just tuning in and you're like, ah, they're not starting off on my sport right away, I'm probably going to tune out. You don't want to do that. I'm going to tell you right off the bat because you're going to miss some good stuff. Yeah, so if you're at work right now, getting it in, I think you should go up to your manager and be like, um, I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm done. I need to hear this podcast. That's it for me. I'll, I'll go to McDonald's, no, put in an app. I was thinking. I was thinking maybe going. Yeah. Um. Maybe like a break. Nah. Maybe a forget, break. Forget to, unless you get an hour break. I mean. Yeah. yeah I, I, all right. I can I see clock that. I'll get a meal. If you get like a little thirty banger, quit your job right now. Speaking you of bangers, you gonna need that extra thirty. Yeah. You gonna need that. <laughs> Speaking of bangers, I, I want to dive back into this MMA fight. We got Conor McGregor versus Khabib. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to sit here and butcher it. But speaking of all that, a good friend of mine sent me a video. Shout out to him. His name is also Conor. He's got an amateur MMA fight coming up. Um, He sent me a video, a 30-minute video of detail into exactly what Conor was saying in the face-off. I think I saw a video on YouTube. There was some other yeah. guy did like a breakdown too yeah, about that. It was yeah. it was actually really interesting. So I'm gonna dive into a little bit of that because like a lot of pe a lot of us like heard some things, but like we weren't really sure what Connor was talking about. But I don't know about y'all, but I'm from the streets. So when you say some of the things that Connor was saying, I was like, Oh, he knows some stuff. He did some homework. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and we'll and we'll get into our fight picks at the end of the oh, we'll, definitely. We'll, wrap it up. we'll tell you who we think. Most definitely. It's coming up this Saturday. It is. Right? This Saturday, is. UFC, what is it? 228. 228. It's 228. Be October 5th. 228. Conor McGregor versus Khabib. Now, Dorit, let's get into that little story you had um, to tell. Um so basically in in the video that that my guy sent me, uh they dove a little deeper into what Conor said at the press conference, being that he he insinuated that Khabib hadn't fought anybody, so they took a deeper look into that. And Connor does have the more respectable resume at this point in his career, even if we're just going by that weight class. The guys, the last two guys that Connor fought are respectively ranked number three and four. The last two guys that Khabib fought aren't even in the top ten in that weight class. So is it that Khabib's really that good or is it that he's beating up on nobodies and making it look a lot easier than what it is? Because, I mean, you you know, that, that happens every now and then in MMA. I mean, from and then what I like to say, on the eye test, right, we've watched both of these guys fight. Do you think Khabib 
just watching him fight, regardless of the fighter. I think he's a good fighter. Um, I do think. You, do you think he's fair competition? I think he does deserve the shot, but I don't think he's going to be as advertised as everybody believes him to be. Honestly, so the, uh, I, so his opponents do kind of feed into his build up. I do to this but fight. They they was, do that with every fight if you so think was, about it because they have to sell it. I mean, don't get me wrong, Conor McGregor is a guy that sells himself, but all in all, like you have to sell a fight. So if you're building up a guy to be the next guy or he's gonna take a title shot and he doesn't really have any like stain to his name for lack of better terms, you're gonna have to throw in some chumps so he can beat up on some guys and then next thing you know, crowd's looking like. All right. Yeah. I I don't know who he is, but he just killed that guy. Yeah. Like so. It's, it's a storyline, you know. So I've it, seen, I, I even I, saw UFC. They said I saw something. One of the ex UFC fighters, I think it was Tito Ortiz. He said that the UFC kind of like going the WWE route. Tito's soft with like the WWE he, route by he like, would like say that with their promotions. Tito has first off. Tito has a Rottweiler head. He's soft. He's been getting beat up for the last past six years of his no, but career. No, Tito, but Tito does like to fight for fighters making more money. The UFC's taking all the money. I mean, I guess, but at the end of the day, like you, that's that's why you have a manager. Yeah. That's why you hire that team. Yeah, not to go too far on, on that, but so, the WWE route, I do kind of see it with the Conor McGregor thing. He's the ultimate heel. Everybody kind of tunes him tunes in to watch him lose rather than win. I it's kind of like what what boxing did with Floyd. I just it's like people, people watch. Yeah, but same thing with Floyd, right? Boxing turned yeah, Floyd into true. the ultimate villain. That's he true. became Money Mayweather, okay. and that's what kind of like drew the ratings and all that. I think I think that's exactly what UFC is trying to do with Conor. Okay, well, diving a little bit into the Conor meeting. Um, at one point, Khabib's manager interjected and told Dana White to get Connor's belts off the stage because he hadn't defended any of the belts, which is one of Mike's big knocks on Connor as to why he's not a true champion because he hasn't defended the belt. I say Connor's beating everybody there is to beat, but nonetheless, Connor responded with one of probably the greatest MMA comebacks in trash talk history. He said, How's Noah? And, and I don't know about who, anybody else. Noah? We all thought the same thing, okay? So I'm watching this video. They revealed who Noah is. Noah is apparently his son, the 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 manager's son, Khabib's yo, manager's yo, son. Yo, Connor, chill. So chill. here's the thing. Apparently, Khabib's manager is, is $50,000 back in child support that he has not paid. So I guess what Connor's trying to get at is that Yo, you're up here promoting fighters, and you don't even take care of your man's business. So you need so, to promote like, your kids. You, you got to watch how you talking to me. Don't talk yeah, to that's me nuts. like that. We're not even on the same level. But this is part of the Connor this and is, the, the, the whole hyped up, get you out of your zone. But the thing is, the fact that he would go that far and to do that much research. Yeah. He, he literally like left a, his home country supposedly to become of, an FBI informant. The pussy tea. Like he was a team of yeah, MMA he, <laughs> he said, you got to kid you high. Rather, yeah, rather than be, I, I think the push of this was, it was tight. But, um, yeah, Connor really did his homework on the Khabib situation. Yeah, and um, Khabib, very humble dude. 
Very um, humble guy. I saw one of the interviews that he had. I guess. And he was talking. Maybe that's just nah, the, he's, ima- he's the image humble. he's trying to push. He's but he was humble. on there talking about Conor McGregor, the way he talked is kind of. He thinks it's wrong because, like, the UFC and MMA doesn't have, like, a, like, a, like you know, regular sports, like a basketball, football, a baseball, like, yeah. normal kind of sports that kids go and sign up mm-hmm. and play, and they kind of have, like, these heroes, I guess. Yeah. Chase Utley's guys like that, like, the, the, Carson Wentz, we could even say him. Um, yeah. The UFC doesn't have that, and that's what could be his beef with Connor is because Connor's like a bad example. They're fighters. They fight I for think, a living. I they think when fight, you're a cage Dari- fighter, it's hard for you to be a bad example for a child because of how people will look at you anyway. Yeah. Like you're it's, a I think it's just the nature of the beast. You know you're what I mean? Fighter. Like no one really looks at boxers and say, That's my hero. Yeah. Think about it. Adrian Browner walked into a McDonald's. I know you saw that, offered employee ten thousand dollars to quit. That's some Because he was, apparently he was like talking to the employee and they were saying they wanted to start their own business. And he said, I'll give you 10K right now. He pulled out the money too, showed it to him. It's legit. Pulled out the money. I'll give you 10K to quit right now. Speaking of Browner, I heard there might be a Browner versus Floyd Mayweather fight coming yeah, up. Yeah, I soon. heard that too. But I would like to see that. Because I, I think Browner would give it to Floyd Mayweather. Floyd is a little past his Floyd's prime. over. And Floyd's going to fight Manny. I don't think he's going to fight Browner, though. Yeah. I think he's going to duck him. Yeah. Duck him like we'll a, see. the not duck a, he is. Mr. Up, quack Quack himself. To wrap up this whole <laughs> MMA boxing UFC talk, who you got this Saturday, Dariq? Conor McGregor versus Khabib. I got to take Conor. You're taking Conor? I got to take Conor. Reason being is because he hasn't given me a reason to not take him. If anybody has anything to prove, it's Khabib. Connor can fight whoever he wants, whenever he wants. He's fought in virtually everybody. He even came back and fought Nate Diaz after he lost. He could have easily said, ah, you know what? It is what it is. I jumped up in weight, and I got what I deserved. And I'm probably not going to go back. I'll just stay in my domain and rule that. But nah, he fought him. He came back, fought him again, won. Okay. He hasn't so given going... me any reason to not I have, him. I have a, a terrible wissy-wassy answer. I'm going anything after two... Khabib, but I mean, Connor said after in the that. interview, he said, "I'm gonna be ready in for five rounds." He said he that s- before. He said it. Yeah, he said it before, but he's also said he's gonna knock cats out before and has. Yeah, yeah he so, has very quick. I mean, I if I he said it, yeah, I think he meant it. I, I think, think he's a man of his if word. If it ends honestly. early, Conor McGregor probably with a knockout. Um, if it goes past two or three, I'm going Khabib because Conor maybe. It's been a while since he's been in the ring. Yeah. Working out and running and doing all that is completely different from Khabib's world-class wrestler. You're gassed and you got to defend world-class wrestlers. I mean, it's got to be early. Connor yeah. early, Khabib late. Terrible answer, but I'm going I, both. No, I understand what you mean. It's justifiable. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, there's there's no reason to not have that thought process as to why, you know, you don't want to. I, li- I would like it to not go the the, the whole thing. The distance yeah, yeah. with Khabib. Just, I think yeah. the more distance it goes or the longer the fight drags on, the better Khabib's chances are Hard winning. Win. That's okay. probably his best shot. So I don't see him yeah, trying to rush kinda him. Yeah, he's kind of got to drag it out. Finish yeah. him. Maybe that's what he's going to do. You, if Connor catch you with that left, it's over. You're I going saw, You're going to sleep. On YouTube, they have, um, I saw they have like a working up to the fight YouTube little series, like a little vlog okay. episode. And that, I saw Khabib, 
Yeah, they are. They're all right. Um, I don't remember what page I saw that on, but Khabib's in there wrestling. You better stand up and get to the ring. Absolutely. You better get, get good with botch. the hands. Yeah, start. I bring in a different guy. If I knew I had a guy that was like stand up professionalist, and I've already, I, you I'd know, I wrestled Floyd. my entire life. I'd have had Floyd in the I'd campaign. I'd have brought somebody like, Floyd in. Would well, I can't do what Floyd do, so I'd, but I'd have brought somebody in, something. Speaking of can't do what somebody else does, I just want to bring a quick light to something that Conor McGregor did that doesn't really have to do much with his fighting or a prediction or anything like that. Quick side note, Conor McGregor is financially probably the best fighter that the UFC has, and it's because of him selling himself. He recently came out with an alcohol brand. I think That's it's like gonna, a champagne he, or something like, like that. It's like a whiskey or something. He's gonna it's gonna be on the canvas. Okay, yeah. Exactly. He it's going to be part of the sponsorship yeah. of the fight. So not only will he be fighting and making money, but for you know, for every bottle he sells, he's getting exposure, yeah. things like that. These are things that guys need to be paying attention to. That's not it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah. when you're done fighting who knows that whiskey logo could still be there? Yeah. So I just want to say I shout agree. out to Connor on that. Yeah, I I shout out to Connor McGregor for getting that little um little plug that that little yeah, it's endorsement. gonna be on the canvas because I seen in interviews too that he talked about that he's bringing all the money to the UFC. And yeah. He's making no money. I mean, and he was making. I, no, I wouldn't say he's bringing all the money, but he's a lot bringing of a good yeah, portion I mean, of it's it. Like, I'd it's say like at least thirty five percent. If I'm the reason you, if I'm if I'm the reason people subscribe to your content yeah i feel yeah. like i want to cut yeah absolutely. i should get more than just the contract absolutely and ufc fighters aren't like traditional sports athletes they're not like i don't think ufc fighters really get those nike deals adidas deals no. they don't they're not like no. a traditional Some guy guys they, will fight for like they 5k gotta get, that night yeah they do Rents and then do tomorrow yeah and then they're wearing those t-shirts sweating and th now they ended that though because the ufc is like officially sponsored by reebok mm -hmm. so the ufc took a lot of money out of the fighters pockets by not letting them wear trunks with the sponsorship. So now they have to find other ways to get their hands into yeah. the USC pockets, which is why I said, you know, shout out to Connor because yeah, he's doing he that. He found a way. Other so, guys need to take hey, notes. Get get with it or get lost. Take notes. Yeah. But let's let's introduce a new segment real quick. Let's introduce that. Um, this segment is called "They Want to Say Congratulations." All they ever say is congratulations. Don't sue me for that. But. <laughs> I just want to congratulate Khalil Mack, just just for a quick minute. I don't really know if Mike has anybody, but I want to I want to congratulate Khalil Mack, and I think we he can both we agree up. on this. What, what, Khalil Mack took a lot of crap from a lot of people for wanting more money as a defensive player, and personally, I think he should have been paid the way he was paid. He is as good as advertised. He has been as good as advertised, and. I just want to say big ups to him for not letting all the side chatter and, you know, fans talking who blah that don't really know the game or aren't students yeah. of the game get to him. So shout, shout out to Mac. Yeah. yeah. The, Do what you it, sing, Young yeah, King. Yeah, the Bears defense is looking ridiculous. It is. Yeah. To, it um, is. I don't have anybody this week, but we'll grab in somebody. I feel I that. think this is the perfect time to get to our sports fact of the day. Sports fact of the day. Hit yeah. me with it, Mike. Hit me with it. Okay. Um, The two leading sack teams right now in the NFL are the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. I know people like when they when they yeah, hear that. I don't yeah. know why. It must Get be a Chicago amped. thing. Get some amped The Bears. Yeah. And then the Colts. 
The Colts. Surprisingly. The, the Colts. Colts. You know why? I think they added two fi- two defensive guys that changed the game almost in a way that a quarterback would. And it's hard to say that because a lot of people don't see it and it takes a lot of time to study defenses. But when you do, these guys are definitely making plays. Khalil Mack, who I already mentioned earlier. I'm sorry, excuse me. And Darius Leonard who's actually a rookie, and I believe he's probably going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year if uh, Denzel Ward doesn't from uh, the Browns. But oh. both of these guys are absolutely wreaking havoc, and the weirdest part about it is they're both listed as linebackers. Both of them, linebackers. When's the last time we've had an elite group of linebackers? I'll tell you. Brian Erlacher, Derek Jeremiah Brooks. Trotter, Brooks. That we... Since, since these guys left, there hasn't really been any thumpers at linebackers. They're just, you rotate guys in and out. Well, we Luke got Keekly, some new guys. Yeah, Luke, Luke Keekly was the first one to come in. Shout no, out to Luke. No. I would never take anything away from him. But before Luke Clay Keekly, Matthews. there was a drought. Clay Matthews, but I mean, people view him more as a defensive end because he lines up there more often. He just recently started taking more snaps at linebacker. And I just think it's because of lack of death. But yeah. oh, speaking of front line guys, Deve- um, Clowney last week Ooh. had a game. Whoa, a game! He looked Healthy. like the first round Healthy. overall pick last. He week. was starting to look like a bum for a minute. Yeah. The way he was getting injured left and right, injury prone, injury prone. It's wild. Let's let's move on to another sport. What you what you got for me? I mean, Mike? We can talk some basketball. I know the Lakers played um their second preseason game. The last Lakers night. did play last night. Yeah. I I caught a little bit of that yeah. game. I didn't stay up and watch the whole thing because it came on at like ten thirty, and I, I was like. The kid's tired. But I did watch the first two quarters. They look good. They look good. Honestly, surprisingly, like, LeBron moved the ball well. I think the Lakers moved the ball well. There was the play where no-look LeBron, no-look Brandon Ingram. I did see that. I did see that. I mean, I Um, caught the first game. The first game, they were... I guess shaky they were still baby. really feeling for it. Shaky baby. Yeah. Call I'm, it what it is yeah. now. It's pre- it looked very preseason. Yeah. Very exactly. preseason. Exactly. But this second game, they looked a lot more fluent, a lot more together. Uh, when they went small ball, an interesting fact, uh, Kuzma went to center. Yeah, now. How you feel about that? We talked about it last night. How I, you feel I don't about know. that? I don't know. I don't know what the Lakers lineups would look like. There's, I, so, there's so much different. I think they're doing it for more scoring talent. Like, they're not counting on him to to you know what i mean get rebounds and things like that when they put him at center i don't think that's what their intention is i think when they put them at when they put kuzma at center that's their best scoring team right there on the floor okay so what's because the lineup they have like they have that? kuzma at center they'll have uh ingram will be out there i'm not exactly sure what yeah. position bronze out there balls out there and um, I'm not sure. Or well, yeah, one, one of them. Guys. But that's their best. I believe that's their best scoring uh, package be, that they. They had. lost last night. I think it's preseason. They did take the. They L. did. I think they lost one. LeBron 11, came out early though. That had a lot to do with yeah. it because you don't have. You no longer have to account for that beast being on the yeah. floor. So obviously you're the gonna Lakers, attack different. You know what yeah. I mean? Lakers don't care right now. No, they matter. don't. I think they're just test driving uh, some of the packages that they have, some of the plays that they run a run. And then they get their starters out there and let these second team guys yeah. play. Yeah, you know I mean, went, that's pretty much speaking how it of is. preseason. I was at the um, Sixers Magic preseason game the other Ooh. night. It was a pretty good. I had nice little seats, nice little treat. Shout out to the Sixers. Yeah. Okay, not the Sixers, but the Sixers. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, it was a good little game. I didn't really like how the Philly was moving the ball. 
They, it it was it looked stagnant. This play that happened over and over again. I know it's preseason. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But that I was matters. sitting here with my buddy. Um, ben Simmons will grab a rebound, run full speed down the court, stop at the three line, give up the dribble, turn around, hand it to Embiid, and Embiid shoots threes. What mm-hmm. is that? What maybe, play is that? Maybe they don't want to reveal that Ben Simmons can shoot the three ball yet. I did see a lot of footage. On the, a lot, I'm just a lot kidding. Of that's, season that's a pipe dream. Ben yeah. Simmons is not. Don't expect no. him to pop up the three ball a lot. I didn't this see season. any jump shots. The Ben Simmons. I know it's preseason, so Ben I know, Simmons I probably is a jump shot or two. He he's scored like probably, what? Did he scored like eight points or something. Yeah, like that? yeah. Markel Fultz mid range game looks great. Yeah, Fultz, he made a three. Fultz did look good. Yeah. Fultz has been looking good on and off the court, yeah. both in practice. Any tape I've seen of Fultz has looked His real good. His mid-range is money. Is it? Smacking it, yeah. Nice. Mid-range look good. He hit a three that nice. night. I'm hoping he could stay healthy yeah. and do something for the Sixers. But yeah. honestly, if we're if we're being 100, and I know this is going to sound real phony because I am a Philly guy, the Sixers have never been good at moving the ball, honestly. That that might sound like a cheap shot, but it's I, I like to I'm realistic when it comes to sports. I know that's hard for a lot of Philly fans to process, and that's not a slight to us, but they don't move the ball particularly well. They're just more so a scoring team, and they play good defense in the final minutes. That's the Sixers, summed up as a team right now. They don't have a lot of depth. They have a chance to win, but to compete seven-game series against Boston. It's not going to happen. Golden State. First off, Boston's the deepest team and the playoffs. Yeah, I saw some period. pictures. I saw they're, some pictures. They're deeper than Golden State. It's just Golden State starting five is ridiculous. But as a team overall, Boston's the deepest team in the NBA. Yeah. Period. Who's the GM again? What's his name? Oh, he played for the Celtics. I don't know. The GM of the Celtics. Here you do. You got me. I know. Nah. I gotta look that up. Know. But that guy, he traded all the got all those picks. Yeah. Look at the team he built. And then he money. Congratulations, Kyrie, Uncle Drew, a whole a whole good Gordon little team. Hayward. Um, to keep going on basketball, I know we just talked Celtics, but Lamelo Ball, big baller brand, gets into a fight in Mello. Lithuania. Mello, did you check that out, Derek? No, I didn't. I couldn't find it for some reason. I don't know. So, I think so they're trying d- to mask it. Yeah, honestly, big baller brand has big issues, and that's not even me saying like you know I don't I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but I, that happens sometimes. Some bad media gets yeah, out, but, and they try and get ahead of that. I think but, it might be one of those things. Lavar, I saw it, so we ain't gonna pat it from that. I got some okay. comments. Okay. So what happened is there was like a turnover. A dude kind of smacked Lamelo in the back of the head. See, we don't do that. It I'm was not... kind. It kind of looked. It was weird. You don't. Do I that. wasn't gonna be cool. So Lamelo kind of smacks him right back, and they kind of square up, get into a whole tussle. I think. I think I saw the other ball brother come out, push the guy. It was a whole lot of commotion. Angelo. Bench is cleared. Angelo. Yeah. clear. Fail. Big baller <laughs> brand. You're one for three, and. LaMelo should have stayed in high school and went to college. It's not looking good. He's bouncing around. New team this, new team that. I believe JBA. That. I do. I do agree it with that. It looked good from when they did it. Event When they did it initially, I was like, hey, maybe they got something. Murder Mook said, ever since LeBron, people got the disease of thinking they could jump out of high school and hop in the league. And he never spoke truer words. Who was that again? Murder Mook. Murder Mook. 
He said every since LeBron, they get the disease. Oh. And it's contagious, honestly. Yeah. People saw LeBron's success, and they were like, wait a minute, my kid doesn't have to grind and possibly get injured for another couple of years. I can just skip and go to another country, have yeah. them play ball there, and then come back. Or yeah. I can just drop them straight out of high school or, um, you know what I mean, one year in college. If I'm a parent, I'm telling them, look, get the degree first. Play all four years. If you get injured, don't worry. He's not that great. If you pick the right school, the team will take care of you. You don't even have to be that great, though. Now, to go number one or go number two, you don't have to be that great now. No, you don't. Let's look at Lonzo, if we being honest. But Lonzo... yeah. Now, uh, now I'm about to, to die. As Lakers fans, this I'm, is not a biased this podcast. This is not a biased podcast at all. I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm about to dive into Lonzo a little bit. When they had to play De'Aaron Fox and then what happened? Fox lit them up for cool. like, what, what do you have, like 30, 40? I remember. He cooked Something Lonzo. like that. Lonzo had like five points that game. And then but what, not where can... was he drafted? That was in the playoffs, too. Yeah. This wasn't like... And Markel oh, Fultz. Markel Fultz cooked him up one game, and too. And Fultz cooked him, too. So yeah. this wasn't just any old game. This was like, you're running for the playoffs, and you're getting smoked by people who are going, like, in your same draft class. And they're going, the like, Fox. 10 picks after. Yeah. How's Aaron t- Fox. Yeah. Markel Fultz. Tatum. Lit, lit him up. Tatum. Tatum got up. drafted first round because the Celtics traded. To yeah, him. that's true. And but like they, Markel they knew what they were getting. And Tatum though. was just like a swap off of picks. And then and then Lonzo goes number two overall yeah. to L. A. But that's kind of shout out to Lavar for being the best promo promo dad ever. His his dad definitely had a promo big dad. hand in where he was going. And that's a lot of money going second pick and twenty second. Yeah. Pick. So let's be honest. Kyle Kuzma deserves more money than so, Lonzo Ball absolutely. right now. Absolutely. But at this, that that brings me back to my my earlier point. At this point, you don't have to be stellar to go in the first yeah. round. Even some some second round guys are even better than most of the guys in the first you round. Can it's just good. how it is now. You can be good and then turn into great, but you can't be great and then not go up from there. You yeah. will only go down if your if your mark is already set high, and you don't you don't give it your all or you don't start shining from the time you get in. You're a bust. Lonzo That's how Ball. people look at you. It's time, Lonzo. It's time. This is, Don't Lonzo, come out and do what you did last year. He Listen. Well, I defended him After all lot. the all-season issues of him, like, oh, he might possibly be injured so he can't get traded. Yeah, fake traded. You know I mean? the, the fake, the accusations against those, and now you're you're good to go. You're yeah. going to be good to go you by, by game time. What I'm saying is if you don't produce at that point, you're probably out of town. Just because now you're more of a headache than you are of a help to the yeah. team. You're hindering them at this yeah. point. So that's that's just my take on Lonzo. That's my take, like, yeah, Lonzo, this year is it. This is it. This is it. Michael Jackson tour, baby. Ma- Magic Johnson. Magic said if they don't win, he, he'll resign. But they're going to win this but year, I don't, Dariq. They're I don't win. I don't playoffs. think they're going to win at all. No. I think they're going to make playoffs. it to the playoffs, and I don't think Magic is going to resign. I think he just spoke a little out of turn. Yeah. He was, he's very passionate, which I do he, admire. When he I said like that, passion, when he said that, I don't think he, he already knew LeBron was coming. Yeah. Probably talked to LeBron already. this year, I'm done. Yeah. You, I said, you I'm, I quit. I, that's like the dude that dropped one pass on your flag football team and walk off the field in the first quarter. <laughs> I did that one time. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I no, dropped the ball, walked right off. Let's not do this, guys. Because I was like, man, they ain't even passed me the rock like that. Yeah. So I, I, I walked off. But let, let's, let's jump into some baseball. Yeah. Last night, talk to the people. Last night, got, last night was crazy. I didn't. I couldn't. The watch last the game. three days, 
were, have been crazy. They have been. We had we saw game one sixty three. This is the first time ever. Baseball's been around since like the late late eighteen hundreds. Um, two one hundred and game, one hundred and sixty three games the other night. Ooh. So we had the NL Central and the NL Central both be tied at the end of the season. Cubs end up losing to the Brewers. Shout out to Christian Yelich. And then what was the other teams? Um, And then the Dodgers ended up losing to the Rockies. No, no, no. Dodgers ended up... Dodgers ended up beating the Rockies. Dodgers clinched. They clinched the NL... I checked that out. Yeah, NL West... I watched some baseball, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to he me. Wa- yeah, he watched game 163. <laughs> of, he watched the only game. He watched the game that possibly not even would have happened. Probably. He was like, yo, I caught a game this but listen, year. I caught 163. But listen. And to speak about game 163. It doesn't matter how you get your point across as long as you get it there. Speaking of game 163. Talk to me. Christian Yellick, the NL MVP favorite by far, in my opinion. Falls short of the NL Triple Crown, which would have been the first Triple Crown award in the National League in 81 years. Yikes. 81 years, Dariq, and you know how shy he was? One home run and one RBI sword. I know that hurts. And one, you're going to, uh, honestly, you're going to have to take and, that one on the chin. And you know what hurts even more, Dariq? He might not come outside for a couple in of days. In game 163, he goes three for four. Mm-hmm. You mm. go three for four the day mm. that you could potentially clinch one of the most... It's probably one of the hardest things to do in baseball. 81-year drought. You go three for four and you still fall short. Yeah, he, That's got to hurt. That's like Adrian Peterson was like seven yards short and the Vikings kick a field goal and then they lose next round in the playoffs. Mm. It's like that was for all for nothing. Mm. Yeah, Brewers clinch with Christian Yellick. Brewers do have home field advantage now in the National League, no matter what happens. But let's get right into last night's game. I kind of went all off on a tangent. Last night's game was great. Was it? It was great. I was hurt. I couldn't find it, it was on, great. on TV. My, I, I don't have the sports package. I thought I did. So Rockies, I don't have it. Rockies, Cubs, game starts. Rockies go out there, string some base hits together, score a run. One nothing. We go a full six innings. Pitchers duel John Lester versus Kyle Freeland. Shout out to Kyle Freeland. He is a Colorado Denver native pitching for the Colorado Rockies in the wild card game that the Rockies haven't made the playoffs in 10 years. Hometown dream. That's awesome. He has a tattoo on his arm saying something about like, he lives in the Rocky Mountains and Hometown all this. Hometown dream. It was great. It was great. He pitched a gem. Pitched, I think it was the seventh inning. Seven scoreless innings. I think it was six because I don't think he was in the game when they took him out. But six scoreless innings. Cubs end up striking in the seventh inning. And then we go almost seven more innings. Mm. So the Rockies score in the first inning. The game goes 13 innings. The Rockies did not score the winning run until the 13th inning. Mm. The top of the 13th inning. So they score in the first. That hurts. And go a full game 
That hurts. Without scoring a run. But it's lucky because they were playing the Cubs. The Cubs have scored three runs in their last four games. Yikes. You got to get the runs That's down. That's real bad. And on top of that, I know that, that that final scoring run probably took all the wind out of that team. How, would, how did that look? I would have loved to have seen, and not that like I don't hate either one of these teams by no means, but like that's deflating. Yeah. The whole the whole thirteen innings, and then right at the end, right at the finish line, a guy laps you. How do you? How no, do you it deal wasn't with even that? that. It was the Rockies scored. It was one to one in the thirteenth, mm-hmm. and then they go a full whole game and some change without scoring a run. So the Cubs, yikes, score. They go six scoreless, score in the seventh, mm-hmm. and go six more scoreless. Mm. It looked bad. Mm. The Cubs are bad. They they, no, they're not bad. The Cubs are a great team. They can't score at all. Four runs in three innings. So I, I got a I got a quick baseball question. I was I was diving into some uh some pictures, alright? And I'm hearing a uh one name keeps popping up, but for some reason I almost never hear anybody talk about this man, Justin Verlander. Oh, Justin Verlander. What's what's going on there? Cause we got he's he's top three in almost all the league leaders in in uh pitching in the American he's, League. Yeah, he's top three in ERA. He's number three in ERA. Uh, he's one in strikeouts, first in strikeouts. This is for the American League. This guys. is because yeah, we're gonna jump American right into league. the National League side. He, guy he's too. He's not ranked in saves. He's not top yeah, three he's in saves. Yeah, he's a starter, so we will see him there. He's he's number one in whip. Yeah. So what what's going on? Why is this? He's just a veteran, a veteran guy. Last year was traded from Detroit to Houston, and it kind of gave him a whole new life. But why are they not showing him enough love? Is my point. Like he's, you know, what I mean, just because it's, he's a vet, he's a he's a guy that just does what he does. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that that happens a lot, and and pitchers don't get. That's sad. Yeah, but he's just a a hard nosed vet. So <laughs> he's just a, just been last year when he got traded to the Astros, he just became a whole new guy. Um, but to speak on Justin Verlander, I don't even think he's the story this year. Whoa! I'm gonna go Jacob Degrom. Whoa! The NL Cy Young. This is kind of make me. Go, this is gonna make me kind of sound like a hypocrite. Jacob Degrom's record. He is ten and nine. Almost had a losing record. The last time a Just Cy Young winner won and he wasn't and he wasn't over five hundred was nineteen seventy nine. Yikes. Bruce Sutter, Cubs pitcher, he I went six and six. Is. Yeah, me either. Six and six with a two point two ERA. Jacob DeGrand, ten and nine, two hundred and sixty nine strikeouts, a one point seven zero ERA. Mm. The closest guy to that is Aaron Nola from the Philadelphia Phillies. Nola. 2.37. Nola. 1.70. That's almost two full. That's insane. Shout, shout out to the Phillies, though, for doing something. Yeah. Nola. Yeah, shout out to Mac, Max Serzer, the only National League pitcher to have 300 strikeouts. Mm. And the last time a pitcher has won the NF, I mean, a Cy Young Award, Kind of similar season to Jacob DeGrand was the year 2000 and 2012. Mm. No, 2010. Felix Hernandez. Eight years ago. Yeah, Felix Hernandez 
went 13 and 12 with a 2.27 ERA. So if he wins it with a 2.27 and a 13 and 12 record, I think Jacob Degrom deserves it. But the Mets were horrible, Derek. They went 77 and 85. Mm. No good. Should should a lose should a pitcher on a losing team win the Cy Young award? No. You know why? I'm 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 about to play devil's advocate here, and you might you might not like this. Mike Trout. What was your argument against That's Mike Trout? That's what I said. What I was going to say kind of comes from a different place. So, but. So, no. There's but no buts. When what you what applies for one applies had, for all. Your argument for Trout was he that had, he they had haven't done anything. 32 games. He had 32 games this year. Okay. No one scored more than two runs on him all year long. Not one team scored more than two runs. There's an, on I'm Jacob gonna, DeGrom. I'm not going to make an exception for one guy. Okay. It's not going to happen. But I'm going to convince... So my I'm answer going, is no. I'm going Jacob DeGrom. You deserve this. My I answer is... If you don't win, I won't, I won't argue and be mad and debate about it because... Boom. It's hard. Can't. Speaking of shout-out, shout-out to the Yankees for reaching 100 games this year. Last time they did that, 09, 2009, and they won the World, World Series. Series. And what's crazy is... 100 wins this year for the Yankees, and they still lost the division by eight games. Yikes. Eight games. Yikes. Eight games. But they're in good shape, though. That shows you. They have a great future. Yeah, they do. But the Yankees, Red Sox, I remember if you guys have been following our sports talk a little bit, I remember at the beginning of the season this year, I remember saying these exact words. The Yankees and the Red Sox are tired of all these new teams winning World Series. They're the big guys. They're going to get back. They're tired they, of getting bullied. They're tired of getting bullied by the new guys. And they're here. They said, listen. Like the last three World Series, Cubs, Houston, Kansas City. A bunch of guys that don't win World Series a lot. That's exactly. Random teams. Yeah. The Red Sox and Yankees are household names. You can't go a place in the world without seeing the New York Yankees hat. That's true. They want to win. I believe that. They want to win now. It's like not being able to go anywhere without a Patriots. Hat. Yeah, speaking of the of Yankees, tonight the Yankees will face off in the Bronx with the Oakland the Oakland Athletics. The winner of this one game series. So last night was the NL wild card. Rockies fight a good one. Mm-hmm. And tonight, Yankees, A's in the Bronx. I think tonight's game will be the exact opposite. Of last night's game, I think tonight's game may be seven eight, maybe seven to eight, Slug five out. to six, Slug out. nine ten, Slug out. Yeah, little little baby field in in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I know a couple guys that can hit home runs at Yankee Stadium, and they're not even in the pros. <laughs> really though, it's a it's it's kind of an unfair home field advantage for for the Yankees. But hey, it is what it is. They're the Yankees. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna debate that. It may be a seven eight score. I got New York Yankees winning. Just because I don't want the A's to play the Red Sox. I don't really have a pick, honestly. I don't know enough about the two teams to make a pick, to make an educated pick anyway. So I'm going to go. I'll just go Yankees. I'm just hope for a good game. I'm excited. And and rock with that. Yeah, I hope it's a good one. Honestly, that's... Um, Speaking of baseball a little bit, um, the average for a Major League Baseball player this year, the MLB average was 247. So if you hit 300, you're a Hall of Famer. 
the average through every single player in the MLB was 247. Mm. So if you hit 300, you're that guy. Yeah, if you hit 300, you're a legend. If you have a 300 career average, you're a Hall of Famer. Really? Yeah. Two forty in the Hall of Fame. Two forty-seven. Put me in coach. Yeah, seven. If you, can, <laughs> if you can, if you can get a hit three of ten times, you're a Hall of Famer. Put me in. I'm gonna make a bias thing. This I'm is re- why baseball is the best best sport. I'm ready to suit this up. Is the best sport in the world. Well, that's untrue. Yeah, I mean that's just my opinion. Uh, bias opinion alert. What we, sport? All, it's all gonna be bias opinion alert because I'm gonna say football. Yeah, you'll probably say baseball, but There's I'm no. actually gonna plot twist and say NCAA. Ah, oh, college. Cause I, I I love me some college yeah. ball. Nothing yeah. like it. Yeah. So I think it's time though. You guys have been here for a while, and you know what Derek does best. You know. He likes to talk. You know. Derek, what you like to talk you know, about? Derek? I talk about football, baby. Mm-hmm. That's Week my sport. four. Week four. Week four had a lot into it. Everybody, if if you're in your car and you're listening, buckle your seatbelt because I might say something that make you swerve on fifty five. All right. Try not to get a ticket while you listen to this podcast. Cowboys fans, take cover. Cowboys fans better get the ducking. First off, let's start off with Rams and Vikings. Did you did you catch any of that game? Oh, it was a good game. Wow. Great game. Wow. It was more of a when, shootout than great game. And I'm I'm just gonna say this. These are the kind of games we want to see on Thursday night. If These are the kind of matchups last Wednesday. We, need to we we said this exact thing. We we said it. We said you're not gonna want to miss this, but I'm gonna be honest, I did not expect this game to be that good. Like, I mean, Jared Goff probably played the best game of his career so far. He Young career, don't get me it. wrong. But he, oh my gosh, was he rope, ever on a rope? Was he ever on a fine needle thread? Yeah. Like he couldn't have handed those balls off any better. Like unless he was five feet from him and said, "Here you go." Yeah, take take this. Yeah, Derek Goff and like, the Rams and the Rams at 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 every point in the game, it looked like they were about to run off. Yeah, and Minnesota would come back and, then and the kick Vikings a field would fight goal right back or, or score a touchdown. Fight right back. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. But you know what ended up being the difference in that game, honestly defense and i hate to say it that way because like both of those defense got pooped on the entire game it was a high scoring game both of the defenses really didn't do anything but when it came down to it the rams rams defense made the made the play yeah made the game win play came around the corner strip sack kirk cousins they recover the ball and that's it that's it that's it that's all she wrote yeah but I mean, Robert Woods had a good game. If you guys started him on your fantasy teams, I know you're real happy. If you had the Vikings or the Rams defense, you probably got negative points because yeah. one let up 38 it and the other ugly. let up 40 plus. Yeah, so you you weren't having a good defensive game. If you had golf, if you had Cousins, golf honestly, you nuts. were you were probably real happy. You probably golf got about nuts. 30, 40 points. Um, surprisingly, Todd Gurley didn't have a monster game. No. And I thought he might have. It was weird, but he didn't. And I think it was just because the passing game was so effective at some point, it's just too hard to keep up with. You know what I mean? Like, you can only run the ball for so long before you're like, all right, we got to start singing yeah, some rock. Yeah. Yeah. And then they throw it so well, too. Yeah. When, you, throw it so when well. you're throwing it like that, who needs a run game? And that sounds disrespectful. To, but to, to Todd Gurley. It's, it's the Very truth. disrespectful. To Todd Gurley could have not been in that game, and they still would have won. They would have put up a 40-piece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that's, agree. But the the one takeaway I didn't like from the game, Xavier Rhodes is no longer a top five corner. 
I just want to say I that. I did hear people get coming at him. Xavier Rhodes is no longer a top five corner, and this is why. He's always cramping up. Whenever you need him most, Xavier Rhodes is not on the field. He's always cramping up. He's always injured. Xavier Rhodes had the cleanest jersey on the field. Is his, are his feelings hurt, or is he cramping? He's soft. He's soft. It, his his feelings are probably hurt because that's how that's what happens with soft people. They're easily triggered. So his feelings probably are hurt. They have white jerseys, and his jersey was spotless. Mm. I didn't see a grass stain on it. A, a single blade of grass Maybe never touched his equipment jersey. Equipment manager, he was happy. Yeah, he of course he was happy. He was, he was like, like, oh, we, we could, you could use this we, next he game. He just put it in a clean bowl. <laughs> Took it. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. It was like this still smelled like the the uh, breeze. They thought he was out. Yeah, they was like, "Oh, did you even play, kid?" It was ridiculous, but True. that was, that was a really good game. It was a great game. Now the game the game I wrote down was Browns Raiders. Whoa, that was how'd exciting. You how'd you feel about that though? I think I'm gonna get destiny. Sh- I'm gonna get straight to the, the nitty Browns gritty. To lose. I'm gonna get straight to the nitty gritty. The, the football was gods. it a fumble? Was it a fumble? The football guys don't like the Browns. Was it a fumble? I don't know. You got to keep it 100. I don't know. It was a fumble, ladies and gentlemen. For everybody in Cleveland, y'all were robbed of that game. I want y'all to know. That was a fumble. Derek Carr was still standing on two feet. The whistle had not been blown for them to stop contact. Ball popped out. And then out of nowhere, they're like, oh, no, we blew the whistle. And that I happened, didn't hear nothing. Did that happen with the Marshawn Lynch play, too? It did. Marshawn Lynch running strong. It did. And they were like, oh, whoa, where do you think you're You're going? down. <laughs> yeah, that's You've nuts, been but, down. But that was a great game, but I think it's destined. The football gods, the Browns don't are gonna, like the Browns. The Browns are going to get one. They're going to win. They're going to get one. They Baker may go 500. Mayfield, Baker Mayfield look good. They may go 500. I, that's nuts. Hey, I said the Browns are going to win six games I earlier see. on. Before the season started, when they drafted Mayfield, I said the Browns are going to win six games. Everybody laughed at me. I'm still standing by that. Yeah. I still believe the Browns can win six and games. Guys, They're capable of it. This is why you should listen to Sports Talk. Derek said, Baker Mayfield gives the Browns a passing element. And look at the Browns. That, that they don't have with Tyrod Taylor. And Tossing look, the ball they're around. They're slinging it. Tossing they're the ball slinging around. It. They don't do it as often as some other teams, but they do do it. Let's talk some Packers. Did you hear about Aaron Rodgers? No, happened Digging in the Mike McCarthy. He questioned his play calling towards the end of the game despite them winning 22-0. to So even in a win, Aaron Rodgers is like, yo, McCarthy, what's going on? And I don't know if I heard uh, uh, someone say that was a little bit of Aaron Rodgers' manager rubbing off on yeah. him because he doesn't like Mike McCarthy apparently. Yeah. But like, that was the first time I ever saw some conflict coming out of Aaron Rodgers and the staff. I mean, normally yeah. he's... They're Just pretty like out. in in the in the locker room kind of people, but yeah. he gave it to him right in the interview. He said that was suspect. <laughs> Got on the mic. That's suspect. So that I'm, tired I, of I'm the Packers. interested to see what's going on yeah. there. They're, I don't think they're as competitive as people believe them to be. The Giants. Mm. They're so weird. You know what? I'm pretty. I'm pretty much sold on the Giants. I think. Good I think team. they just are who they are. So I don't think good, they're a good team. Bad team. They're entertaining. I don't think they're good. I hate to say it. They and part of the reason being is, and it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse. They haven't done anything with the line. Yeah. They've done absolutely nothing with the line. Eli Manning does not have time to find targets. They're getting harassed every five seconds. It's ridiculous. 
It's absolutely ridiculous. Saquon Barkley fumbled. Fumbled. You can't run with no line. I mean, you you just can't. Last year, they were ranked number 26 out of 32 teams. Y'all do terrible. the math. That's not good. That's bad. You need to be in that top 15 class Like when you're talking offensive line. Maybe they should have picked some line they, they should rather have. than a running back. That's what I thought. Yeah. They should have. They If they didn't do it in the first round, they should have at least went second. Yeah. Earl Thomas. I mean, let's jump right into speaking of the Giants. Odell Beckham does Whoa. not have a touchdown yet. Him and Julio Jones. Zero. Still they don't got have donuts. a touchdown. Al- Alshon Jeffrey has more touchdowns than Julio Jones Jordan and Matthews. Odell Beckham's combined. Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews has more touchdowns than Julio. That sounds absurd to What's say. What's his contract look like? Jordan Matthews he's making has pennies. He's, he's making he dollars. He's getting $10 a day. They handing him McDonald's <laughs> coupons. He has more touchdowns. Then Julio Jones and Odell Beckham Jr. combined. Yeah, let's jump right into the Eagles. Mm. Speaking of Alson and mm. Jordan Matthews. Speak the struggles. That game was a great game. I really Eagles got it. Eagles fans don't want to I'm admit a, it. I'm a, a great rip game. Philly. It was a great game. I'm going to let Mike finish, but I'm a rip Philly. So I'm going to let you finish, but the Eagles won the best Super Bowl in the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Eagles fans listen. <laughs> Shout out to all the Eagles fans who listen to this podcast because you probably live around here. And you're probably like, you guys kill us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dariq loves you guys, but he's hard. I am. He's hard. I'm a very hard critic. Is it time for the Eagles, Dariq, to panic a little bit? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to still say no. Reason being is because it's not like they lost to a bum team. This is, a, that team was in the playoffs last yeah. year. They're now 3-1. and one. They're a good team. They were 2-1 and one before they played us. So it's not like we played chumps. I don't know why everybody, like, I think it's because they don't watch a lot of Tennessee games or whatever the case may be. Their front seven is disgusting. They have a front seven almost, and I'm not going to say it's the same, but almost equivalent to what Philly would do last year. They have guys and they have depth, which when you add those together, you keep switching out guys and they keep producing, keep producing. Eventually, it's going to wear you down. But where, uh, what, speaking of where... I'm just going to cut off at the where. Where was Philly's offensive line? I mean, come on. Carson Wentz is a dual-threat quarterback, but he's not give that. this man yeah. some time. We talked about it. Remember on the podcast maybe two weeks ago I said? We did. Are the Eagle, is the Eagles' front line sketchy? It was. Does it look bad? It was beyond suspect in that Tennessee game. That's part of the reason why they lost, A. B, I also want to dive into the running by scheme. Now, if you guys watched... Um, the the barbershop episode of Sports Talk on YouTube series. I even dove into that that a little bit. I said I don't really think the Eagles have a running game. They just more so run by scheme, and it's pretty much whoever the hot hand is at the time. So if you start producing early in the first or whatever, they're pretty much gonna ride you until the wheels fall off. That being said, that's not always successful running. You see, like oh, the Eagles are rushed you know, 10 for 90 yards, like, and you're like, oh, they're not having a bad run day. But then you break that down, and you see that only one guy has ripped, like, a 30-yard, and the rest have been, like, 5, 4, 5, 4, which doesn't really do you any favors unless, you know, you're converting on 3rd and 4th downs. (coughs) Excuse me. 
But if if you're not converting on third and fourth downs, which the Eagles did not do well in that Titans game, yeah. you're going to get the result you got. Doug Peterson, suspect play calling, punted the ball away on a fourth and four with like two minutes and some change yeah. left. But he, that was quarter. just his trust in the defense, there I feel is. like. No, dude. We're not going to win every game based on defense. The and I said this. Won. They could have. That pass interference call, how do you feel about that, Dariq? Mills needs to be replaced immediately. So was it pass interference? ASAP, no Rocky. Absolutely. He's terrible. That's He's, just him being bad. He Mills was like, I is, need to save this. Mills is, and this is facts. This is all facts. Mills is the most penalized corner in the NFL. We're talking slot guys. We're talking left, right, all those guys combined. So if you combine all those guys, let's say three teams, 32 times three, I don't know, that's probably like 120, 112 something. Mills is the most penalized out of all of them. That's and, absolutely and, ridiculous. And look what happened this week. He gave up like at least three three passes on penalties that were probably worth like 150, maybe 200 yards together. Yeah, Philly. A bone. You should address that, Philly. He is literally ranked number 29th out of all the corners and his position just his side of the field number 29th out of all the corners on blowing coverages and they play minnesota this week they play minnesota who has they have two great receivers i know they Thielam, throw the ball very well Thielam and Diggs, and patterson's starting to come into his own as well so like philly well, used to look to address that they but here's the thing that trips you up more jim swartz came out and said mills is still gonna start through week five he said that's my guy he said, yo, chill, guys. But like, then I... the thing that pissed me off a little bit about what, what Jim Swartz said, and I normally stand behind him, is he also said, you know, you guys got to remember, we were also maybe one or two plays away from being 0-4. Huh? Who says that? What? Who's That's your who, guy. Who you play for? Who you coach for? Why would you come out and say that? That's address, ridiculous. Address the problem that's at hand. Don't talk about what could have, would have, should have been. Those are questions that coaches aren't supposed to like, answer. Those, well, that's one of those questions you throw out. That That's one of the answers you throw out to save your own skin. He He's knows he needs to make a change. And for that, Jim Swartz is introduced to our newest segment. Oh. It's called Hot Seat. Jim Swartz, you're in the hot seat. And let me tell you why. Because if Philly happens to lose to Minnesota, and this is what I mean when I said I'm going to rip Philly. It's more so Jim Swartz. If Philly happens to lose to Minnesota and then they drop below 500 and you don't make a change the following week, I guarantee you will not have a job in Philadelphia the next year. You can't go from a Super Bowl to not even making the playoffs. It's not going to happen. Not in Philly. Either you'll take control of it or Howie will. And you don't want big Howie to come downstairs because he coming down with Meek Mill, whole chain gang. He going to be like, yo, Jim, I'm sorry. Your job is done. You're cut. You're over. It's over. We bringing in somebody else. Yeah. Deuce. Deuce Bailey. <laughs> I know you're a running backs coach, but step in the defensive coordinator office. That's Yo, you so now. So Philly, I think we should address that ASAP. So Philly's a little bit in the hot seat. And yeah, it's, it's only are. because Jim Swartz and his suspect-ass defense. <laughs> and I listen, I'm all for Philly. I will always root for Philly. But, like, it's just ridiculous at this point. Speaking of Philly... I heard the Philadelphia Eagles have a chance, mm. a possibility, mm. maybe, maybe. I don't know, maybe. Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, 
And I, when and I, I first addressed this to you, Dariq, you said no way. I said no way. I said it's a pipe dream. But listen, the more I've I've watched social media develop, what's happened though? Not people. Let's say social media. What, nothing. What has, has happened? anything happened between Eagles, Le'Veon Bell? Because I saw what is it? The okay, Jets. Bell's agent reported to him that the Jets and Philly are, might might be potentially interested in. They him. want to talk. And the way the Eagles will get that done is by, A, I hate saying it, they would have to trade Big Dick Nick and clear up $11 million in cap fees. But where's Nick Foles going? He would have to go to the Steelers. What? He would have to go somewhere. Because if you cut him, you still got to pay him. Yeah. So you'd have to trade him. So he has to go. So, but they would also have to give up a second round pick. So, it's a lot to give up for a Le'Veon Bell potential rental, but if anybody can convince him to stay, it could be Philly. It would be Philly fans. It would be Philly. Yeah. Reason being is Unless because... Unless soft. Situ- if you're soft, you'll run out. Well, here, here we go. Situational-wise, Jay Jai's on a contract year. Who would you rather give that money to, Jay Ajayi yeah. or yeah, Le'Veon Jay Bell? Yeah, Jay Ajayi's coming off the rookie deal, right? On the, yeah, so he's he is. looking for money. So, so on top of that, Jay Ajayi wants to get paid. You automatically go to the number one running back spot. You have now a rejuvenated Ben Roethlisberger s quarterback and Carson Wentz, probably even better. I mean, why? Why not? Why not? Does That's- Le'Veon want money? Or does he want to win? I think Le'Veon wants to be respected, which yeah. the Steelers haven't done. No. I think, I, and don't get me wrong, he definitely wants to get paid. But I th- doesn't he's coming back? What week did he say? Seven. Week seven and after the in bye. Between, yeah, after. after the bye, and reason being is because he, when push comes to shove, like he needs a check. But look, but let's look at this. Like you just said a little bit ago, Earl Thomas breaks his leg. He's fighting the kind of the same battle. Le'Veon Bell. He gave the finger <clears throat> going out on the cart. He flipped on the bird. Yeah. But that's why Le'Veon Bell's holding out. That's why. And he even commented on I Earl mean, Thomas's Instagram. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, I saw so something. I'll continue to play the bad guy for us. Don't worry, he, Earl. So, so is Le'Veon Bell wrong, guys? Come on. No. Absolutely not. I he, think he should leave Pittsburgh. Best though. back in the league and you won't pay him? Huh? It's crazy. What? When you got guys... Here's the here's the problem. What happened to what happened to sports where you went with one team and they took care of you? Well, that's that's just as black as white as it can get. When you were at one team, Brett Favre never had to worry about if the money was going to be there for Green Bay. No, Drew Brees never had to worry about if the money was going to be there. And if anybody, who deserves that money on the Steelers more than Le'Veon Bell? The only person I would say is A. B. Yeah. I mean, Roethlisberger, I wouldn't give him that money just because he doesn't even know if he wants to play football next year. Yeah, but that's a, but that Earl Thomas and that Le'Veon Bell, very interesting situation for it's the NFL. Pretty much the same situation. It is. Both and, players, but they're now probably Earl, the best at their position. Now Earl Thomas is just injured without yeah. money. Yeah, and so. Le'Veon Bell is hanging. Well, out. they're gonna have to pay him. Yeah, now. well, they 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 have to. They 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 have no choice. Yeah, because he's not. Absent by choice, he's absent he's injured, by yeah. you know he's beat injury. Up. So they have to. Speaking pay this of injured man people, now. well, not really injured, but people. Th- speaking of, we're gonna James Winston. Whoa, is gonna start this week, and I have one question: mm. Did the Bucks defense dethrone Fitzpatrick? I think so. 
I think they had a huge part to do with why Winston is starting, Fitzpatrick's not. Because when you go down by like 30, it doesn't really matter who your quarterback is. You can only come back from that so many times. He almost did it versus the Steelers. He put up 27 against the Steelers. They were like, oh, Fitzpatrick, you the man. Went down by 30 again. How many times do you expect this guy to keep coming back? At some point, the defense has to step up, yeah. help him out. What's Jameis? Is Jameis Winston put you in a better position no, uh, when you're down Jameis 30? Winston is a bum. Let's be honest, Tampa. Jameis Winston is a bum. But, like you said, coaches try to save their own skin. Yeah. And they try to make a change. Like, that's oh, I'm, the worst try- part. I'm trying. That's the worst I'm part trying. because they ruin players' careers like yeah. that. Fitzpatrick is probably, if he doesn't get back in this game, this he's probably not going to play another football It snap. might be it. it. Michael Jackson tour. But um, I it. don't think that quarterback switch is going to do much of a change for I Tampa really Bay. I really don't either. And um, I want to talk about this real quick. Monday Night Football, the wild, crazy, Failed, tossed back from the Denver Broncos. Yikes. Catch the ball and fall on the ground, bro. They're just not... Denver just doesn't know if they want to be a playoff team or not. That's just my take on Denver. Mahomes. Mahomes. Wow. Spe- I watched an interview of him with Colin Coward and I don't I don't really like Colin that much. Yeah, but neither. in the interview, Colin said, I'm gonna ask you this because I'm pretty sure you've tested it at some point, high school or college or something like that. How far do you think you can go throw it from the goal line? So I'll I'll give you a run and start. How far do you think you can throw it? He said the furthest I threw it was eighty three yards, but He's, I had some wind at my back. He said in the front row of over the field. <laughs> no, but I that's threw it nuts. over the stadium. That's nuts. That's though. crazy. So if you get this man though. on the twenty, he can put it in the end zone. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, that is. Um, speaking of that, we're gonna. Do you want to talk Mark Ingram really quick? Uh, yeah, I'll talk to Mark Ingram. This real is quick. a fantasy, fantasy update. Fantasy update. Alert! 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 <laughs> if you guys have Alvin Kamara, don't panic. Don't take him out. He's still going to be fine. He's just going to take on more of a pass-catching role rather than, you know, rather than taking on the uh, the full-back role, which is what you want him to do because he's not exactly the most physical guy. Ingram is more so your bruiser. Mark Ingram's more so your pass-catch guy. So don't don't panic. Don't hit the panic button there. Keep him in. Don't rush him out. Don't rotate him out. Don't do anything. But I do think Ingram might get some um Ingram some red, gonna, he's gonna Ingram's get red gonna get zone some touch. burn. He's gonna get red zone. Ingram's touch. gonna get some burn. But like if you had Kamara last year, it's pretty much gonna be the same situation. All right. So I think you're gonna be fine. Don't panic. Speaking of panic, Michael Thomas, triple team that man. So that when defenses when he's gone on the field, defenses need to panic because you can't do anything Put with a him. Body on him. You can't do anything with him. Speaking of panic. I just want to touch on this real quick. I had a little poll up on my Twitter for those of you who do okay. follow Go me on follow Twitter. Go follow on Twitter, 856Philly. At 856Philly. Plug it real quick. Corey Davis. Fun fact about him. I'm going to drop this on you guys real quick. Corey Davis, I put a poll up saying, is is it too early to consider Corey Davis a bust? For those of you who don't know, it's a former first-round pick drafted by the Tennessee Titans. He hasn't exactly panned out, all right? The, the vote came back that he wasn't a bust. My, further into my research, 
He's the highest targeted receiver in the NFL. Most targets consecutive in the NFL. His numbers don't even remotely reflect that. He's more targeted. That means he's more targeted than Julio, more targeted than Odell, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas. You name any of this. And this is double double team coverage, triple team coverage, single coverage. It doesn't matter. He's the most targeted receiver in the NFL. 33% 33% of the time, the ball's being thrown to Corey Davis out of everybody on the field. That's insane. He's terrible. Why and doesn't he have, like, 50 touchdowns? I'm, I'm still going <laughs> to stand by my earlier take is that Corey Davis is a bust. There's no way you can convince me otherwise. If you, you can't disagree have, with Dariq, fight me. Eight, five, six, fight me. 856 eight, <laughs> on Twitter, 856 Philly, and let him know that he's talking crazy or let you agree. Know. Or you disagree? Well, let's but let's get into some week five picks. I got my first game. Okay. All right, Speaking give it to me. Speaking of Chiefs and Mahomes, mm. one o'clock game. Whoa. Jacksonville versus Whoa. Kansas City. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited. Yo, Pop, this is your first test. It's the real test. You, you're going to have to show up on this one. This is where we find out if, like, you're just one of those guys who was like, ah, he ain't really ran into anybody yet. Or if you're like, yo, KC, you got to watch out for them this year. One o'clock. Make sure you... I would tune in. You got the best defense in the league. Tune in. Don't for, miss it. Forget the numbers. Forget the stats. This is the most talented defensive we've seen since the Legion of Boom. And Philly plays at 425, so you can catch that You game. know I'm watching that. Um, I need to see what's going on. Speaking that's, of, I have one other game. Okay, That's a one o'clock me. game also. Who needs to win more? The Atlanta Falcons... Ooh. Or the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. Who needs it more? Pittsburgh. They need it more. Pittsburgh needs it more because they need to prove that they're they're still a playoff team without Le'Veon Bell. Because right now, if we're just going off of their performances as of recently, they're nothing without Le'Veon Bell. They're subpar. They have as much talent as the Browns do with Le'Veon Bell. I'm be honest. Okay, you got any games? That's just my take. Let's well, let's just go down the list. I'm I'll okay. I'll give you a game, and then I'll I'll throw out my pick. How's All that? Right. How All you right. feel about that? All right, Colts and Patriots. I'm going Patriots. That is Thursday night game. Gotta go, Pats. That's Thursday night tomorrow, yeah. eight twenty. Tune in if you guys are interested. I think it's gonna be a good game. I would watch it. Um, Broncos Jets. I'll probably just go Broncos. I'm gonna go Broncos as well. Pat- um, speaking of Jets. Is that Sam Darnold on the Jets? He threw like five interceptions last yeah, week. He's not legit. I and I Jacksonville dropped him. all five of them. <laughs> and, then, and then I heard arguments. People were like, hey, at least he didn't throw an interception this week. <laughs> you threw five. They dropped him, bro. <laughs> you threw him. I busted on Sam Darnold when they drafted yeah. him, and everybody was like, no, I just gave him a chance. He's right. Even though he's a USC guy, because you know the stigma against them is that USC doesn't. They don't produce good yeah. quarterbacks aside from yeah. Carson Palmer. But I'm so going. That's, that's always been the stigma. So Denver, him. Denver might beat him up. Denver, Denver's gonna give it to him, I think. Packers, Lions. That's gonna be a good division game, divisional mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna go Lions. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm pick. gonna go Lions. That's a good pick. I think they're gonna do Green it. Green Bay, yeah. Green Bay, that that'll hurt Green Bay a lot. Yeah, that'll hurt. Yeah, they'll really. You're, I, I can't wait to see that. If they win, I'm definitely the tuning last in time, for the interview. But the last time Green Bay played a, a semi-decent little game was against Minnesota. 
Yeah. And they ended up tying. Yeah. Who ties? I'm tired of that. Yeah. NFL, do fix or, that. Do or die. Fix it, NFL. Do or die. I've, I've said this before. Fix if you it. guys listen to the podcast, I think it's unfair that if one team scores, like, that's just it. That's over. If you win a coin toss and you go down the field and score, it's a wrap. You don't even get a chance to test the ball again. So You're not you believe? So do you think there should be two overtimes if they don't score? No, I don't think there should be two overtimes. I think each team should have a fair chance to possess the ball. Like, if I if we've been scoring back and forth the entire game and you win a coin toss and you score, how is that fair to me if I've been able to keep up with you offensively? Because I think after that, I should get a chance because to Because we down. had four 12-minute quarters for you to differentiate. Different but yourself. neither one of our defenses could is my point. Yeah. So why should I be penalized just because you win a coin toss? I don't think that's right. I think the NFL needs to fix it to where the other team is allowed to possess the ball even so after you, that touchdown. And if they don't score, that's the end of the game. So do you like the NCAA's uh, um, overtime better than NFL? Pretty much, With the, yeah. What do they start on the 25 yeah. or the 20 or something? Yeah, but I believe I'm not huge on that. I believe that's that's more fair at least. Yeah. Uh, Giants-Panthers. I'm going to go Panthers. I'm going to go Carolina Panthers. as well. I think they're just in better shape as a yeah, team. Yeah, right. As sitting right now. Titans-Bills. I'll go Titans. Gotta go Titans. Bills haven't Playoff really looked They're great. rolling right Bills now. Bills haven't really looked great at all. No, they haven't. They've been. That's been a gimme. Got beat up that, last week. He's terrible as well. He got beat I up. thought he was going to be a lot better. I was high up on him. I will say I was wrong. Um, he just it's doesn't. Early. He he kind of looks like Jay Cutler to me out there. Like he doesn't know what's going on. Like they put him out there and he's like, "What I do again, Coach? What's the play?" Jay Cutler. Like he's one of those kids that runs back and pop Warner. Yeah. Halftime. Coach, what was the play again? I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> the coach has to be in the huddle, but you, you huddle can't, with him. You can't take him out because he's got arm talent. He's the only one on your team that can throw up more than 20 yards. Let's get on to the next game. I have a game. Do the Browns defeat the Baltimore Ravens no. this week? Unfortunately no. not. The Ravens can, for some reason, they're passing it like no other right now. They're really, like, have you watched any of the Ravens games? If you haven't. Like, I would check them out sometime. They're decent. Last week. They're not bad at all. Dariq told everybody, if you ain't got Joey Flacco, pick him you up. You, I, Joey I Flacco dropped, had a great game I last dropped week. that dime. I said, pick him up if you need a fill-in quarterback. If you're one of those people whose quarterback has just got hurt and he's out for the season or something like that, pick him up. Joe Flacco, New Jersey native. Shout out to Flacco. Yeah. Um, Dolphins, Bengals. Both 3-1. and one. Yeah. Both. Which tough. first off, which team are you more shocked at at being three and one? Dolphins or the Bengals? Probably, probably the Bengals. Yeah, to be honest, I'm more Bengals. shocked at the Dolphins. <laughs> I think the Bengals have yeah. offensive talent, yeah, they so do. they should be there. The Dolphins, yeah. like I can't even name three players on Dolphins. No yeah. disrespect to anybody. Just but I like just the can't. Bengals have been so stagnant the last yeah, few years. They're they just like in been. that. They've always been in that middle ground. Yeah. It's time to let go of that coach, bro. He's still a coach. <laughs> he's been, he's, he's been, been a coach for like eight years. Get rid of this. <laughs> he can't win. He can't. Andy Reid does more than he has. He lost a couple jobs. Any other coach would be fired. Uh, Raiders and Chargers. I'm, I'm going to root for the Raiders, but. Mm, this is where we're going to defer because I'm going Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Philip Rivers sling rock on a Raiders. daily. The Raiders. I'm gonna go ch- Chargers. <laughs> we just say no one. No one says that, yeah, but I'm like, gonna start it now. Chargers. <laughs> Arnold. Vikings. Eagles. That's gonna be a tough game too. 
I'm going Vikings because the Eagles haven't really so I'm going to go Philly, Philly, Philly. We step in out to the center because there's no way the Eagles can drop below 500 without heads rolling. They, again, this is the reigning Super Bowl champion Eagles. If they go below 500, expect big changes. I'm just going to say that right now. I do believe the Eagles are going to pull this one out, but if they do happen to go below 500, it's a wrap for somebody. Yeah. Somebody's getting clipped. Um... Was that it on the NFL stuff? I be, I we got Cowboys-Texans. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got... Well, we got Rams-Seahawks. That's a blowout. Rams. That's going to get ugly. Cardinals-49ers. I don't know. That's going to be tough. Difficult. I'm going to go... I'll probably go Cardinals. I actually yeah. think I'm going to go Cardinals. I'll go Cardinals, too. It feels better. Cowboys-Texans. Deshaun Watson. These games are tough. Deshaun Watson. If you don't light the Cowboys up, the reek is a. I'm gonna be so mad. The reek. I remember you told me he was hot, a Michael Vick type hot guy. Garbage. The reek told me. I said he's Michael he's Vick. He's a Michael Vick comparison. I said esque. Yeah, we I won't get too it. much on that. Hey, I esque. It's time now. It is. He's been, well, he's he was back last week. Yeah. He had a good game last yeah. week. So I mean, I think he's still there. Yeah. Uh, Redskins and Saints. I'm going to go Saints. They're rolling right now. This probably be a bigger test for the Redskins, too. Absolutely. So, I think this is probably the Redskins' the biggest prove, test so way far. Way to prove, like, hey, we're kind of here. But they won't be there, though. That division is up for grabs. No, it's not. That division, as no. of right now, if the Eagles continue their trend, which they should wake up from. They're going back home. They'll win. The Eagles gonna, will win the division. They're going to play the Vikings but, at home. The Eagles are a completely different team at home than they are on the road. Yeah. On the road, you might be able to get it. But if you notice, I think that was part of their Super Bowl success last year. Those games were at home. Yeah. So Philly's Philly had all the momentum. Play. You know what I mean? It's a great place to play. It's, it's hard to, to go into Philly and win, but it's not that hard to beat Philly outside. I've never been a, a huge Philadelphia sports fan, but it's hard to deny that Philly fans are some of the they're some of the greatest fans. Yeah. They're crazy wild fans. The Phillies, the, all the Philly fans will be garbage, and you guys are ready to fight. Speaking of Philly fans. Philly garbage. Speaking of fans, I know Philly fans got took a lot of heat last year. They got bad year. rep. Bad rep. Took a lot of heat last year. They've been year. taking right? a lot of heat. So let me, let me give y'all some, some good stuff. Because I think the... Uh, the 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 micro the micro lens was turned up a little bit on Philly last year after they won the Super Bowl because everybody was like their fans are the worst fans in the city. Y'all been crazy I've never since seen Santa any fans Claus. like that. That's crazy. Y'all, y'all hit Santa Claus. That's all y'all keep saying. Y'all hit Santa Claus with a y'all snowball. Y'all beat up but little guess kids. What? Guess what? Guess what? Other fans ain't they ain't normal. No, Red Sox they fans are, are notorious for being so like, over this racist. past week. Almost three fights broke out. And three different fan bases that had absolutely nothing to do with Philly. Steelers. And the, the Steelers fans were the worst because they were getting ready to fight each other. Each other. Y'all in the same jersey. And they're about to fight. Who does that? If you come to Philly, you will never see. I don't care how crazy it gets. You will never see two Philly fans punching each On other in the face. On this week's segment of Defend Philly Fans. <laughs> the Reeks bringing to you. Listen, I'm Steelers bringing, fans fighting I'm each other. facts. Steelers fans were getting ready to fight each other. Yeah. Vikings fans, y'all claim to be the saints of like 
of all fan bases after like y'all got torched in Philly, y'all came to Philly talking. Remember Vikings fans they cried were, last year. They were talking year. crazy. They cried last year they were, when Philly fans came to came. Philly dressing up Rocky, standing on the That's steps, nuts. doing the skull chant. Well, oh, and I then they thought this. they they thought it was gonna be sweet in yo, Philly. Yo, who's man? Yeah, and then when Philly clapped back, they were like, Oh, Philly oh, has no nasty. class. Y'all like, are disrespectful. Disrespect huh? We even come to y'all with mooses talking about a this, a that. You know what I mean, like. But Vikings fan, somebody tried to throw somebody off of off of the uh, the balcony. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Was it, that's one, a homicide. Was that the video where the guy went flying like, yeah. like eight rows down? Yeah, that's the attempted. <laughs> that's attempted murder. Yeah. Somebody was going to jail yeah, for that. But make sure you guys um tune in to week five in the NFL. Definitely. So you're here next week with us. It's gonna listen be that to good. us talk. Um tonight. Oakland Athletics versus the New York Yankees live. Get that. From the Bronx. Get that. I feel like Derek Jeter should be there, but he won't be. He'll be in Florida, lamped up, yeah, and tan. Um, I'm going Yankees. Tomorrow night, the NL Divisional Series will start in Los Angeles. You know, I got to cover some Atlanta Braves. And you also get that Thursday game. Hopefully that one yeah, so, follows up. And you get the game. The, the Pats game. Pats versus Colts. Yeah. Tune in next week. Honestly, this week I felt like we were rolling. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope I every, if you're here still, we'd like to thank you. Thank you. We're rolling out right now. Rolling. If you're at home. If you at work. If you quit McDonald's to yeah. watch this podcast, well, yeah, I hope you t- come come see your boy. Stop in. We'll we'll you you can get on the segment for a little bit if you quit your job. For yeah, this. come through. Let you on for like eight five six Philly. Eight five six on Philly. Twitter. Baby Gomez zero six. Follow Baby Gomez. That's all lowercase. The the eight five six Philly. That is a capital P. Um, I'm always talking heavy on there. I talk crazy. Mike's always on Twitter. You'll always see both of us. So if you guys are, if you're still here, thank you. If you've been a consistent follower, thank you. If you only listen for 15 minutes, thank, thank you. You. Yeah. you know what I mean? We accept it all. So th- this is us signing off. Yeah. Tune in next week. This is Sports Big Brother Sports Talk Episode 5. Podcast.